Ingenuos. I am Josie, the Afro Latina Regina George of Witchery. Yeah, I sound real stuff, stuffy and and whatnot because I am sick. But <laughs> as I was saying, I am Josie, the Afro Latina Regina George of Witchery, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. Now there are quite a few energy shifts going on in the world, in the universe, so. Those of us who are spiritual practitioners do tend to get sick during this time. This isn't too weird. Um, it's weird for me because I haven't been sick since I had COVID about two years ago. I don't, I don't just regularly get sick, but, um, I'm rolling with it. And right after I record this, I do plan to rest. Uh, I have quite a bit of things that I need to get done and the Virgo in me wants to get them done right now, but, uh, it is important to take a rest. And so with that being said, today's episode was originally going to be Lua Tea. And then I realized with all that is going on in the world, none of that shit is relevant. It's just not. It's simply an unhappy distraction. But besides Beyonce, I would say that that's a happy distraction. But um, I'm also going to, to state that I recorded this episode five different times because I could not get through the Lua Tea and have decided instead to work on ourselves. It, self-love is, is um, kind of my mission statement when it comes to Luanova, and I want to focus more on that, so let's go ahead and get started. And I, <clears throat> I want to say a very special obrigada to everybody who takes a second to listen to at least part of the third-party ads that run, because of course that's how this show makes any money, and if, uh, just so you know, it doesn't make really any money yet <laughs> at all. It's not going to um, pay any major bills or anything yet, but I do know that that is the future for Luanova is to expand to where I am helping a large group of people and I'm going to keep going until I reach that goal, especially when I see a lot of podcasts from people who simply have the money or the resources because of who they know or who they are and their podcasts suck. Um, so that's always my motivation to keep going, which brings me to my topic for today. Today we are going to be discussing the outline of our highest self. So whenever you were in school and some of you who listen to me, in fact, a large demographic who listens to me are still in school, you may have had to make an outline for a paper that you're writing. And so this is something that we learned to do. Personally, I learned to do this in, in middle school and there's different types. And this outline in particular is about our highest self. Your highest self is the version of you that you imagine reaching. It is the highest level that you will ever reach in your life. For all of us, that looks differently. For some people, that is becoming the CEO of a massive company. For some people, that is having a happy marriage and living a quiet life. For some people, it is being a bachelor forever um, and driving fast cars. Every version of our highest self is different. However, the reason why you are able to see it in your mind, you're able to know what your highest self is like is because that version of you already exists. But in this current reality that you are in, because there's different dimensions, correct? Remember, I've discussed this, that this is a scientific fact. This isn't something that I came up with on my own. Within the universe, there are many dimensions and there are many, there's many uh, galaxies in general. Okay, and so with that being said, that means that there are different dimensions 
that we exist in. Okay, this is a spiritual, this is a spiritual aspect of science. Okay, not everybody believes that, and that's okay. But in order to reach your highest self, you have to know how to get there. You have to know. You have to have a plan. And the Virgo of all Virgos <laughs> is going to teach you how to do that. Because I have written down questions that I want you to ask yourself. You can write out this outline if you want to. I have uh, entered this one into my own journal. Um, I have a spiritual journal that I write in. Um, I wouldn't call it my book of shadows or anything like that. A book of shadows is when you're doing shadow work and you're working on uh, overcoming trauma, etc. But a spiritual journal can entail a lot of different things. Spells, if you're a practitioner, or just manifestations, the 369 method, the 777 method, whichever. That's where I keep those things, is in my spiritual journal. So this outline will go into mine. So I'm doing this with you. And the reason why it was important for me to do this episode today is that next Friday's episode will be the one year anniversary of the Luanova podcast. I received a, a recent email from Spotify stating that this, that today, that today's episode was the anniversary and that is not correct. The first episode aired on February the 23rd, which is next Friday. Okay. So it may have been recorded before that, but it did not air until the 23rd. With that being said, I started off obviously afraid and not having no idea how to do a podcast. And I mentioned that it was kind of like a teacher's first day going over the syllabus. And that is why it was important for me to start with this outline is that my format for the Lenova is like a class, but I've rambled enough. I want to go ahead and get into how to do this outline. And I am going to briefly talk about what's going on in pop culture. So there is going to be a short Lua T, I guess you could say, but we're not going to stay too much on it because I, again, all of, all of that is meant to distract you or harm your mental health. And I refuse to indulge in that, but there are some things I want to briefly, and I do mean briefly discuss before we get to the collective reading at the end. Okay. As I go over this outline, please keep in mind that I am referring to your highest self. So that is who I am asking these questions to. Your highest self is the highest form of who you are. So whenever you are writing down these questions, and I'm going to try and pause for as long as I can so that you can write it down if you want to. Um, I might even just post the original outline on my TikTok. Um, I did not come up with this outline I did tweak it to um, be more fitting especially for my audience and um, I did also want to state that I saved this some time ago from Pinterest so I don't know who originated this outline because whenever I saved it it does not have any sort of a tag or anything like that to state who came up with this um, this outline Okay. And the outline is called the life vision list. Okay. You can call it whatever you want to call it. And it is broken down into seven factors. Okay. So the first one is your finances. The second one is your career. The third one is recreation. The fourth one is wellness. The fifth one 
are your relationships. The sixth one is your personal life. And the seventh one is community. Now I am going to break down each fact, um, each section of this outline now. Okay. So if you were trying to hurry or pause to write down what those seven were, just know that I'm about to go over each one individually. So you don't have to scramble to hurry and write that down if you don't want to. Okay. So we're going to start off with the first one, fi finances. Okay. So these are the questions that I have for your high highest self under finances. How much do you make annually? Where do you live? What is your home like? Describe what your home looks like. Okay. And again, I'm taking a lot of pauses here so that you can pause when you need to. Number two, career. Where do you work? What type of work do you do? And I'm going to add in one more. If you don't work, how do you, how do you get income? Okay. Number three. Recreation. Again, that's recreation. What do you do in your free time? What are your hobbies? Got it? Okay. I'm pausing as many times as I can, guys. I normally absolutely despise when there's long pauses in a podcast, but... <laughs> It's actually important for this episode. Number four, wellness. How do you nourish your mind, body, and soul? And if you need examples of what I'm asking, are you meditating? Do you journal? Is your wellness a part of your workout routine? Yoga, for instance, Pilates, just a regular workout. All of this can also contribute to your mental health. So I'll ask the question again. How do you nourish your mind, body, and soul? The next question, right under wellness again. How do you stay active? Remember, that looks differently for everybody. Are you going on a walk, etc.? Okay, I'm going to go on to number five. Relationships. What are the relationships in your life like? And keep in mind, romantic relationships are only one type. I mean, your work relationships, your friendships, your relationships with your family. What are your relationships like? And again, you're answering all of these questions as your highest self. So the highest version of you is answering these questions. The next question right under relationships. What is your significant other like? Describe your significant other. Number six. Goals. What 
larger goals have you set for yourself? Keep in mind, this is your highest self, your highest version of you. So think of all of the goals that they have already done. You have, uh, you, for instance, already are a CEO of an extremely successful company. Now what? What's your next goal? That's how I want you to think of this, is that version of you. The next question, how do you reach those goals consistently? Because you already, you're already your highest self, so you've already reached so many goals. How did you manage to stay consistent? Okay, number seven, community. What communities are you a part of? And if you need examples, are you a part of a knitting club, a car club? Are you an introvert and you don't want to be a part of any communities because um, then you and I are on the same page. Next question. What are you doing to help other people? Many of you as your highest self have made quite a bit of income for, you, for yourself. What are you doing to give back? If you don't, if you don't plan to have this financially rich life, you still have a rich life. So how do you give back? Let's say you own a farm. Are you saving animals? Are you helping people uh, rehabilitate with animals? This is just to give you some examples. Okay. So I'm going to go over this highest self outline with you one more time. Okay. So when it comes to your finances, I asked, how much do you make annually? How much income is coming in every year? Where do you live? That's important because obviously you got to pay for a home, right? So where are you living at? Are you on the grid? Are you uh, off the grid? Are you living out of a really nice van, school bus, etc.? What is your home like? Is this a massive home that has several rooms? Or is this a high rise? What is this home like? Is it cozy? Is it modern? Describe it. Your highest self would be able to describe this to a T because they live there. Career. Where do you work? For anything like me, you refuse to work for other people. So you, as you, do you work for yourself? Okay, and what does that look like? What type of work are you doing for yourself? Are you a nail tech? Are you a mechanic? What do you do? Recreation. What do you do in your free time? Do you just relax because you already have this, you know, billion dollar company, so you don't do much in your free time except relax? Do you like to vacation a lot? What is, do you volunteer a lot? What does your recreation look like? What are your hobbies? Personally, I like to do my own acrylic nails, so my highest self has a, has an area for, just for that. My own little, looks like a nail salon, just for myself. I don't even do anyone's nails but mine. My current reality is that's what it's like, so my highest self would have something even nicer. Number four, wellness. How do you nourish your mind, body, and soul? Are you meditating every day? And remember, there's different types of meditation. Maybe you're meditating to Megan the Stallion. Maybe you're meditating to corn. Maybe you're riding a bike and you're in a meditative state then. Maybe you do yoga. Maybe you like wrestling, whatever, just so you can get that aggression out, whatever works for you. 
This is your highest self talking. So what is your highest self going to say? And how do you stay active? Because it's important to stay active. Your highest self, I doubt, is just sitting on their ass doing absolutely nothing and has no intention of ever doing anything. That is not your highest self. I promise. That's somebody who needs to work through some things. I'm not telling you you need to work out six days a week. What I'm saying is that you have to be active in some way. Okay? That's how you keep your mind sharp. That's how you keep your body healthy. Number five, relationships. What are your relationships like? If you have a strained relationship with your mother, is it better now? If you have a strained relationship with siblings, is it better now? Do you have a strong bond with your children? Do you have children? Maybe you're like me and that's the last thing you ever want <laughs> is to have children. <laughs> what is your significant other like? If you already have a significant other, then again, you are thinking of the highest version of them now. Okay. They've reached their goals with you. They're supportive, etc. Expl explain to yourself, because you don't have to explain this to me. What is your significant other like now? Number six, your goals. What larger goals have you set? Again, for those of you who have these billion dollar companies, for those of you who have this quiet little farm, you've, you've reached the highest goal ever in your life. So now what? What do you plan to do now? You got to keep it going, right? You got to keep that farm going. You got to keep that company going. You got to keep that car intact. What is, so what are you planning to do now? The next one, how do you reach those goals consistently? How were you able to just keep doing this over and over and over so that so much so that you reached your highest self? How'd you get there? And number seven, community. What communities are you a part of? Again, if you're introverted like me, then you don't want to be a part of any communities. You just, that's not who you are. You just want to stay to yourself and that's perfectly fine too. But maybe even though you're an introvert, you, you connect with people online. Are you a successful TikToker who's actually introverted in real life? What does it look like for you? What communities are you a part of? What are you doing to help other people? Because remember, in order to stay in a high vibration, it is not all about taking and taking and taking. It is about giving back. It is about helping other people reach their, their goals. It's about being grateful and being grateful has a lot to do with helping somebody else who you saw or you see is in need or you see also has goals that they want to reach. How are you helping those people? And it doesn't have to be financially. Okay, so again, this is the outline for who your highest self is. Before we get into the collective reading, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm getting really tired and I need to lay down <coughs> really soon. But um, I'm going to briefly talk about Luity and just a little bit about next week's anniversary episode. The anniversary episode is going to be a combined everything. I may pick a celebrity to do a Lua report on. Uh, we will be discussing Luity. Of course, I will always do a collective reading. And I'm going to be doing a collective reading as well for the Luanova podcast. So what what the, what the year ahead will look like um, for the Luanova brand. And all of this is kind of to celebrate all of the different areas that where the Luanova brand has grown. Okay. But to get into Lua, uh, Lua T a little bit, there's a lot of things that have been going on this week. 
<sighs> and by the time that I release this episode, there probably will be more. But I want to start off with the amount of shootings that Americans live through. And how we are conditioned to just be okay with the trauma we are constantly subjected to. I understand that there are quite a few listeners from other countries who tune in. Um, I have a large Brazilian and Mexican uh, listenership, for instance. So I want to take a moment to speak to the Americans in particular. When it comes to these travel advisories to places where there are people of color, such as Jamaica or Mexico, um, I need you all to use your brain. And I know that might sound mean, but again, I'm the Regina George Witchery, of course. Of course, it's going to sound a little bit mean because it needs to. Okay. Um, it's not a coincidence whatsoever that those travel advisories are always for areas where there is obviously a large population of people of color. Okay. Because notice that that same travel advisory doesn't apply to the white areas of Europe. Okay, or white areas in general for other countries. That is also on purpose. Another part of my a lar large group who listens to me are people in Canada. So I know that many of you may understand a lot of what I'm saying. I know that it's uh, still safer there than it is in the U.S. And I actually advise anybody who's coming to the U.S. to be more wary of the U.S. than you are of other countries. Because you see, there's so many shootings here but that there is no way to keep up with them. I grew up in Texas, as you all know, you already know my Latin background, uh, which originates from Brazil and Mexico. And I would not feel unsafe in either of those countries. Whenever I, of course, see Carnival in Brazil, of course, if you're not familiar with how that goes, it, you put, as an American, you might be familiar with Mardi Gras, which is very similar and has the same exact concept as Carnival for areas of the world okay that being brazil okay one of those areas of the world notice the massive crowds that you're looking at whenever tiktok facebook etc are showing you these massive uh parades etc in these countries that mainly have large massive groups of people of color notice how safe it looks Notice that these people aren't afraid of being shot. <laughs> However, here, you can be shot just going to the grocery store. You can be shot just existing. And unfortunately, this kind of brings me to an, another recent update in my life. You all know I'm having some health issues. So I, again, until I have new updates on that, I'm not going to get into that. So this isn't related to that. However, you all also know that uh, for many years I had a stalker. And I don't, I take my safety extremely seriously. And thankfully I'm with a man who not only is also from the hood, he's from, he originates from Compton. If you're not familiar with where Compton is, it is, um, a really rough part of California. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and I grew up in a really rough part of Dallas, Dallas, Texas. And so the mentality that we both have is typically one of being on guard all the time because we had to be. And I'm glad that I live with a man who is like that because, you know, I need you all to listen to me when it comes to my personal property and that of others. Don't touch it. It's not cute. I don't think it's flattering. It's weird. And I do not believe that this is my 
original stalker. Unfortunately, I think this is somebody else who's a complete weirdo. And I also don't believe everybody's out to stalk me, but I am always going to be wary of other people. Always. And so this is now the second time in the last few months that some weirdo has left a flower on my car. I'm not flattered. I'm not interested. And I know that you know that I have a man. A man that does not play when it comes to me or anybody else that he loves. A man that is always heavily protected because, again, this is Texas. So it's normal to be heavily protected here. And it's also legal. So just like you might have some sort of protection, so do we. And always know that that means so do I. Please don't assume that because I have a small Pomeranian that, not, that anything about me is unprotected. When I am outside, it is always for a short amount of time because I don't want to be bothered. You all also know I mentioned having some weirdo neighbors. I can assure you it was not my weirdo neighbors who did this. Um, they are strange, but they're more nosy strange than anything. And when I mentioned some of the people who live here have human trafficking vibes, it is because they tend to be a little too watchful of me and I believe um, other women who they might deem as being attractive. There's another young woman um, who I constantly, she doesn't know I'm always looking out for her, but I do look out for her because she's attractive and her dog is friendly. And that is a terrible, lethal combination, unfortunately, for women, especially in America, where we are really not safe and our reproductive rights are not safe. So, of course, we're not safe. But <laughs> I um, wanted to give that brief update as to why I was struggling with Lua T this week is that there was yet another shooting. There's been so many that the one that I'm about to discuss briefly, and I do mean briefly, so this is a trigger warning. Um, <laughs> there are so many that it's hard to keep up with. You know, right after this one, I believe there was one in California and then one in Atlanta. And I believe there was, there's another one that I can't even remember where it was located at. Not to mention there's two kids. Um, and unfortunately they are, they are kids. I'm not just trying to downplay who they are. Um, that have made it all the way to Texas and their plan is to shoot up a preschool. And again, this is a trigger warning. This isn't, you know, it, you can always fast forward through all of this, but the shooting that took place at the Kansas City, uh, Kansas City Chiefs parade. Kansas City Chiefs Parade, Carnival, just saying, which, which country do you feel safer in? I don't know. Personally, I would feel a lot safer elsewhere. People want to leave stuff on my car and think it's cute. And they better be fucking glad that there's nothing wrong with my car. That there's, that that raggedy rose did not stain my beautiful glass. Okay. When it comes to my car, I'm, <laughs> that is my, that is like my other child. So. I take it very seriously. And with that being said, let's let's move on to other areas that are not so serious in pop culture this week. The Super Bowl was nonsense. If you are into wrestling, then I totally understand being into the NFL because the NFL is the same thing now. It is scripted and fake and I don't even watch sports. I especially, well, I don't watch, uh, American football. And, um, as somebody who is not at all interested in American football, I saw right through the fakeness that I was watching and the agenda 
the the then there was like um christian commercials being pushed on people and this is why people don't trust so-called bible dumping christians not the, not the real christians who actually care about people and are not judgmental i mean the bible thumpers like joel osteen this is why they're not trusted because you try everything you can to push your agenda down people's throats you try everything you can to paint everything as evil except yourself when really you should be holding up a mirror but uh let's let's move on to beyonce making a country album this is actually um her now third uh country song her first country song is called daddy lessons it's on the lemonade album i'm so sorry beehive if i just got that wrong but <laughs> although i love beyonce i'm not part of the beehive and um i do love daddy lessons i think it's an outstanding song it's a little more of a bluegrass type of country music but the thing about country is that its roots date back to slavery so a texas african-american woman making music that ties back to her ancestry and fits the bill of being everything that country music is especially for a texan is right on brand okay um as a Texan myself, although I might be Afro-Latina, I am still a Texan, and I listen to quite a bit of country, especially when I sold cars, that's all they play at the dealerships in Texas. And um, I love country music, and there is no such thing as a particular color. And country, just like a lot of other types of music, has many different subgenres. And I hope that Beyonce does really well, because she definitely has the voice for it and the soul and i think that that is what makes great country music to begin with the next thing i want to mention is Pesel pluma and nikki nicole that was very much so a pr relationship i think anybody with common sense could see that there was no real chemistry between them that they didn't really seem to really care too much for each other it seemed very like bad acting i'm gonna be honest and this is coming from somebody who loves peso pluma i understand that peso pluma is a band just like bruno mars is a band but you all know who i'm referring to when i say peso pluma okay but um this will not stop me from still being a big fan of his and loving his music i see nothing wrong with the route of going into a pr relationship because i understand why celebrities feel the need to do that and there's no judgment coming from me i am just simply saying uh pestle we saw right through that <laughs> many of us see right through that and um it's hard for me to believe you cheated when it looks more like the contract for your relationship was up Okay. so people who are up in arms and so hurt i need you to focus on your own relationships okay and not get disinvested in the relationship with somebody who you don't know and uh, there's a likelihood you will never meet okay so <laughs> i think i covered everything um i know that a lot of this is a distraction for real life terrible things going on in the world so many that I can't name and this podcast does not focus on on low energy and negative vibration. So I'm just going to say for your mental health, it is always okay to step back and take a break from all of it. Okay? All of it. Even if that means taking a break from meditating, journaling. Sometimes you just need a break from everything and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I wanted to mention all of that. I know typically I'll get into the spiritual aspect of what I'm talking about 
when it comes to Lua tea, but the only thing I can say is to protect your spirit. Make sure you're doing your cleansing bath, something that I definitely did last night. Um, you can buy Florida water soap any, anywhere. And again, it's Florida like the state. Water, you can, you can bathe in that. Uh, or you can buy the actual soap. You can find Florida water soap um, from a botanica. And if you are lucky enough to live somewhere in the U.S. where there are Mexican markets, Mexican grocery stores, then they likely will have it as well. Okay, but that is what I bathe in anytime I need a spiritual cleansing. Okay, so I do a spiritual shower. And if I need to do an episode on that one day, I will. It'll probably be pretty brief though. All right, so um, let's go ahead and get to the collective reading because I think I've gone over everything and this episode is getting, <laughs> this episode is long. <laughs> Y'all know the vibes. I'm about to get into the disclaimer, which is the pink unicorn and the moon. A collective reading is meant for a collective audience. It is not meant to be a personal reading. If you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, then you can email me. And I always leave my email address for Luanova at the end of every single episode. It is also written in the show notes for you. Okay. So that way you can see how it's spelled. But I do not shuffle my cards any particular amount of times. I do not read reversals. And also, if you do not consent to having your tarot cards read, then please fast forward to the end of the episode. I am not at all offended by that. And please keep in mind that real readers are always going to ask you for your consent. They're not going to just start reading cards or telling you what messages they have for you. That is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> So, what is the message for the Luanovas this coming week? And actually, I'll be honest with you, I'm happy that we're going back to just one reading a week. I don't think that there was... I enjoy doing two, but I don't think it's necessary to just do so many. Back to back to back. You gotta let that reading, you know, come into fruition first. <laughs> so, um, hopefully I have shuffled these well enough. I'm trying not to cheat because they're turned sort of sideways so I can see some of them. I'm trying not to cheat and pick out like a really good card just because I want you to have a good week. <laughs> I gotta pick one that actually resonates. So I am pulling from the little bit of energy that I have. Fun fact, when you are feeling down or sick and you have a spiritual gift, the reading might come out a little wonky. So that's just like a heads up. I don't really have full energy here as I'm reading, but I'm trying, all right? I'm really trying. So what is your message? I'm not so drawn to the card that want it to come out at all. I almost feel like it would be a repeat. Okay. Your card for this week is the Page of Pentacles. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so we're starting something, which is good. Which is good. This is a good time to get, to get things started, especially with spring coming up. The Page of Pentacles will show a young man. Um, in this particular deck, it is a young man with a pinnacle. He is looking off into the world. He has a lot on his mind. 
he's not distressed though he just has a lot on his mind he is full of wonderment a little bit nosy <laughs> and ready for his next adventure so what this oftentimes applies to is starting something new and with spring coming up that might be a semester for you that you're starting or it might be an idea that just popped into your head either way this is the universe's confirmation that this is the right time to get started okay that this there is no better time than right now you are no longer dragging your feet thinking about it well i don't know no you have a plan and you're ready to execute this plan and the page of pentacles is per perfect for that remember pentacles is about finances so a lot of the time this might have to do with a future career this might be a career goal for you a career choice maybe you're some you're supporting your significant other's career either way this is a good venture and this is just the beginning though okay so you're just now getting started and you're on the right path i'm gonna leave it right there i'm not gonna try to force it further than that this is a good card this is a good sign so trust that the universe is telling you basically a thumbs up and yes it's time for you to move into that direction that means thank you and for the guests take a moment to say thank you to yourselves especially for me so thank you for almost an entire year of the Luanova podcast um, I know that my podcast is tiny and I don't even know if it's reaching anybody or helping anybody but I refuse to believe that there's not at least one person who I've helped and it's going to keep going because of that and again a very special obrigada to all of the new moons if you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, you can email Luanova at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. If you want to follow me on TikTok, my username is Josie the Mustang. That is all one word. I do not use any other forms of social media anymore. Um, I might still have an account, but I don't use them. TikTok is the only account that I actually use. If you want me to follow you back on there, you just have to reach out to me and let me know. A lot of you follow me, but then you don't actually tell me you want me to follow you back. So I don't. <laughs> you got to let me know. <laughs> but I appreciate you following me on TikTok and, of course, following the Lua Nova podcast. I'll talk to you next weekend. Please have a safe weekend. Um, I'm going to recover. I'm going to go lay down. <laughs>